Imagine's Coaling Studio is where efficiency meets creativity. Our new integrated solution brings together our next level coaling algorithm along with in-app reviewing and AI editing in a single intuitive platform. Tailored for photographers who value both speed and personalized quality results, Imagine strives to enhance every aspect of your post-production process. Open the Imagine app and give the new Coaling Studio a try today. Any question that I get, any common like request that I receive, I will build out a workflow or some type of automation to where I don't have to repeat myself over and over again. Welcome to Workflows, presented by Imagine AI. Workflows is a podcast about saving you time and money in your photography business. Hear from people just like you. Put down that camera for a little, connect the headphones, and get to work with Workflows. Mike Dawkins is a portrait and events photographer with a mission to show people the best version of themselves and the world around them. He describes his style as editorial lifestyle with an element of magical realism. Getting a start as a photo retoucher, he shoots and edits his photos right up to the point of being too good to be true. With a degree in marketing, he approaches each shoot as a brand partner for influencers and entrepreneurs like Spike Lee, Common, Dallas Mavericks CEO Sint Marshall, and many others. When Mike is not taking photos, he enjoys watching basketball, hanging out with friends, and going stand-up paddleboarding with his wife. Let's dive in to my conversation on workflows with Mike Dawkins. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going well. So we are back from WPPI. Funny. Barely. So, <laughs> barely back. Yeah, yeah. So, so funny thing is, you wanted to be a guest on the podcast. I emailed you to be a guest on the podcast. Didn't hear back. Then I'm the suite for Taylor Jackson. He was doing an event in one of the suites at, at the hotel at, for, at WPPI. And you walk in, and I'm like, you look familiar. I, I look at your name badge. I was like, that name <laughs> sounds familiar. And then here we go. It was like, are you the mic that I just emailed? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Are you? <laughs> like you say, clearly I wasn't checking my email at all while I'm exactly. out there. I yeah. will take any yeah. excuse to completely ignore admin work. So, yeah, yeah. I was just like, no, nah, I don't know. And I literally <laughs> had to, like, go back and search through to be like, let me find this email that he's talking about because it, yeah. it must have been me. But I was none the wiser at that point. <laughs> so good. I mean, it's funny how life works out sometimes. And now we're, we're here. We're going to chat workflows. I'm very excited about it. It was great to meet you in person before I got to meet you virtually, which is a rarity these days. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, that made all the difference in the world. It was super cool. Yeah. And even just to give you guys a hug and say thank you for everything that you do, like that was super exciting for me because I love to give people their flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, again, it's an interesting thing because you want to be a hugger, but it's like, do you want to <laughs> hug these days? But yeah, absolutely, I mean, yeah. I'm hugging. All about the I hugs. All about the hugs. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we're gonna dive right into the first question. The first question I ask every guest is, "What is one thing that you do for your photographic process? The behind the camera. What is one thing you do for the photographic process that saves you time?" Behind the camera, first and foremost, for me, I it's it's kind of like a catch twenty two. I don't even know if that's the right phrase, but like. I actually take more time to set my lights up 
and to dial my settings in before mm-hmm. I start shooting. Like every client, and it actually, I think it also helps them with just like being comfortable in front of the camera and keep the pressure low. I say, hey, you don't have to do anything special. You can relax. I'm just getting my lighting together, and I'll start tweaking. I'll move lights around. I'll change my settings, do all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, they're just like, you know, sitting, doing whatever, not really paying any attention. And then I just start talking to them while I'm setting up the lights when I'm pretty much there. And I kind of ease into shooting without them really realizing it to kind of get those natural kind of reactions to me talking to them and the conversation we're having. And once I pretty much start, I really don't change much of my settings unless we're moving locations or something like that. I try to keep the lights in the same place. So I just, I dial in to get everything in camera as good as I can. And then I try not to change very much at all from that point. So that on the back end when I'm going, well, when I used to go in and edit, I would be able to, you know, make it a point to really just make one change and it work across the board versus the up and down fluctuation from, you know, shot to shot. Yeah. You know, setting up like setting up lights ahead of time, for example, is a really good thing because, you know, for many reasons, but but one of the reasons being that you're already going to be firing these flashes or strobes at your clients and their eyes are going to start feeling that they're not used to it. Yeah. So by, you know, doing it, setting it up ahead of time and not having them sort of be the model for eventually being the, the client, you know, you're, you're not wasting that, that eye bandwidth that they already have limited 100%. capacity for. Yeah. And then it just works so. as good, like blackmail after the, after the shoot to be like, <laughs> all right, I do have a picture of you picking your nose. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. So, so what, then what is one thing you do for your business that has saved you time or money? So it's funny, I, it's kind of like a running joke with my clients and anybody who's worked with me or even inquired with me knows this. I have a link for literally everything. Like if somebody says, mm-hmm. what are your rates? There's a link for that. Hey, what's your availability? There's a link for that. You know, I'm, sh- I'm not sure about retouching. I don't really understand it. There's a link for that. Any question that I get, any common like request that I receive, I will build out a workflow or some type of automation to where I don't have to repeat myself over and over again. If I find myself saying the same thing over and over again to a client, I'm going to put it on my website and then send you a link to it. Because right. for me, when whatever I'm doing, I'm there 100% in that moment. So for me, it's like important to make sure that I'm able to take care of my clients. So if somebody were to reach out to me while I'm on this call and say, hey, Mike, are you available on the 23rd of April? Instead of me going and looking at my calendar, I'm going to send them a link to where they can go and look at my. So just trying to streamline and automate as much as possible is really important to me. You know, I say this all the time, trying to work smarter, not harder. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's really a big, big key for me. And that's why I was so excited when I found Imagine, because anything that saves me time is a goldmine for me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, that that links and having guides and things like this to, to give off to your clients is something that I've, that I've been doing for my photography business over the years as well. It's definitely a beneficial thing. It's actually something, you know, so, so when you, uh, when we first scheduled the podcast, right, I, I sent you a link, mm-hmm. just like you would send to your client, you scheduled, right. we had to reschedule because WPI, but, but, but the process... <laughs> Could you imagine if we were sitting there in Taylor Jackson's room trying to go back and forth like, uh, what about Thursday? No, I'm thinking Wednesday. Like, no, right. just send a link, put it on the calendar. We don't even have to talk about it. You get yeah. a notification. Yeah. You don't have to come back and ask me, what time did we say we we're going to meet again? 
It's on the calendar. Because I am like, I was going to say, I'm not the most organized person by any means. And it's funny because if somebody ever like goes outside of my like process or like say it's a friend of mine that's like doing a shoot and they're like trying to not like, well, I had a friend that reached out for his wife. He wanted his wife to do a shoot with me and I sent him a link. And he was, like, offended almost, like, yo, like, I thought we were friends. Like, you're going to send me to the website? You're going to send me to your your calendar? I was like, this is the best treatment you're possibly going to get. Like, I don't know what type of, what you expected, but, like, this is the way that I'm going to take care of you. Because if you just wait for me to text you back or if you just want to, like, ask me when I'm free for a call, it's not going to happen. So it's like, this is my white glove service by automating things. And simplifying as much as possible so that you don't have to, like, continuously try to interface with me. Because, like, if I'm on a shoot, I'm on that shoot and I'm not really paying attention to anything else in, in that moment. So it's just funny, like, people don't realize that this is me trying to serve them in the best way possible by, like, sending them to the website versus just trying to go back and forth and text message with me. Because even my wife knows yeah. that's not a good move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use for myself so i i my my photography business is fairly small it's a part-time you know photography business so for now um, for, you're gonna yeah, blow well. up i'm calling it right now <laughs> so so i use square for, for not only booking with my clients but also taking the deposits giving them you know once they do the, they once they do the deposit they get a reply with all the information that's everything's mm-hmm. automated and it's all through yeah. square which is which is great so, and there's so many platforms that can do the same thing. You're I, shouting out any other companies. So that's yeah, yeah. why I didn't say yeah, what yeah. I use, but can For we sure, do that? Yeah, definitely or? share what you're using. Yeah, go so ahead. So I use HoneyBook. I started out with HoneyBook like day one, my very first paying client, not first paying client, but when I was like, okay, I'm going to like be a photographer. I was like, what do I need to be a legit photographer? Like I never wanted to just like mm. take money from like, oh, you can just like sell me or something like that. So I went through HoneyBook, knowing how much money I was going to make off of that first shoot, I was like, okay, I'll reinvest into the business before I even made the money. So I set up HoneyBook, set my platform up, and then I sent them an invoice and they paid for HoneyBook, like my first client. And then from there, it was like super important for me to get set up on the front end because... So I, I know a lot of photographers who are extremely successful, but they don't have their systems in place. And like, they're trying to go back and build a process out now that they've been in the game for two, three, four or five years. And it's so much harder for them to kind of like break the habits that they've already created because they've got clients who have worked with them on this, just like, yo, text me or whatever system that they were using before. And I'm like, I'm so thankful that I had the foresight to put my systems in place on the front end because I can't imagine trying to like create new habits years into my business like that. Yeah. 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 yeah hopefully uh, if, if, if somebody takes anything away from this, it's, it's start now. <laughs> oh my start gosh. Now start yesterday. Before, before, yeah. Start yesterday. Before there's even more that you have to add to it, start it now mm-hmm. or yesterday. Good habits and kind of getting used yeah. to doing it the right way instead of trying to retrain yeah. yourself and your clients because that's another big thing is just convincing them to go about it a different way yeah. once they're used to working with you for sure and and your you know your clients might have hired another photographer in the past who might have 
you know, had to go back and forth to figure out a day instead of, mm-hmm. you know, just having this automated system in place and, and pulling details out from their, from their photographer versus the photographer giving them everything they need in advance. So, you know, you're, you're presenting yourself in a way that is classier, that is smarter and more efficient, not only for you, but for them. A hundred percent. Cause so many of my clients are business owners. Yeah. And entrepreneurs, so they don't have yeah. extra time to kind of play around either. So it's just like, yeah, yeah you got to know your audience for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think so. You, you you photographed Spike Lee, correct? Or I like, did, right? Yeah. Yes. So so he's not the type of person you're gonna want to go back and forth with and have to not have him bit. figure out. Trust me. <laughs> so, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you you he wouldn't be hired by him anymore if if, if he had like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You gotta, um, gotta make, you gotta make it easy for people to book you. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That's they gotta sure. jump through hoops. They're gonna find somebody else. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the photographic process. We talked about your business. Let's talk mm-hmm. about editing. What is okay. one thing you do for editing that has saved you time? Is this the time where I say imagine AI? <laughs> if, <laughs> because if, that is that's for my editing process now. <laughs> it's funny. And like I said, the, the session that I just did with my wife a couple of days ago. I came back home and I was like, okay, this isn't a paid job. Should I send it off? And I started tweaking with it myself. And I was like, I don't even know how to edit anymore. Like I literally was, I played with it for a while. Then I sent it to Imagine and it came back and I was like, boom, done. This looks so much better than what I was about to do. Like literally Imagine knows me better than I know myself. So a hundred percent, like that saves an incredible amount of time. I also am an ambassador for um, Aftershoot which Mm -hmm. is the first part of my process in post-production is culling. So, you know, say I take a thousand photos, I'm able to run it through Aftershoot and narrow those pictures down so that I'm not unnecessarily editing photos and I'm also not sending more than my client really needs. So it really just helps to like my entire process workflow wise on the back end is all generated by AI. I just click buttons and let it run so I can go back to living my life. Before you started using Imagine AI, how much time are you spending, you know, editing for each client session? <sighs> Too much time. Like, I didn't understand what free time was. I suffered from that, like, <laughs> syndrome of yeah. I can't relax because I always had something to do. Mm. Like, yeah. at any given day, I was shooting two, three times a day. And it was like there was no way for me to ever catch up because it's like if I'm not if I'm shooting two or three times a day. I have to be editing and completing galleries two or three times a day. And that's just not how it worked before. So it was like, I was always playing catch up with myself. And if I did come home from a shoot and my wife is like, Hey, like let's sit and watch a movie. I'm like, okay. But the whole time I'm stressed out because I've got two to three text messages on my phone saying, Hey, just checking in. What's the ETA on the photos? What's, you know? So it's like, I spent all of my time editing and I was explaining to somebody else, I was so desperate desperate to have free time and to live a normal human life that I would shoot during the day, come home, try to like, like I said, hang out, eat dinner, go out with friends, do the normal, just like social life stuff. And then from like midnight to five, I would edit and then sleep from like five to 10 and then start my day again. Like that's how it was. But now... Oh my gosh, like I sleep as much as I want to. I take naps during the day. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Oh boy, that's great. I, I'm so glad that we were able to not only help your photography business, but also just your life in general. We're going to actually get back Absolutely. to that 
we're going to dig into that a little bit more, but I'm very happy that we were able to help you. So, so for those listening right now, I just want to take a moment and, and ask if you were at the park while your kids are playing or whatever you're doing while you're, while you're listening to this, please take a moment to think about your next business task. Is it something that you can do while Imagine AI edits your photos? Please let us know by sharing it in the Imagine AI community. That's just imagine-ai.com slash community. Please let us know. Start a post. We're curious. Okay. My next question, we've, we've talked about, we've talked about in camera or behind the camera. We've talked about business. We've talked about editing. What is one thing you do after a session, after a session you've edited, you've edited it, uh, or Imagine AI has edited it for you. What is one thing you do after a session that has increased business? What's well, something that I've done that's increased business. So I'm very big on, like I said, efficiency across the board. We all have heard about how long short form video is the new wave. That's how you're going to grow on Instagram, blah, 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 blah. I still haven't become a TikToker yet, but <laughs> when it comes to recording reels, I actually also batch edit, I mean, batch create my reels. And that drives business because I get in front of so many more people than a regular photo post would. So for me, I work out of a couple different studios. If I don't have another booking, or if the studio doesn't have another booking directly after my session, I usually will take some time to sit and create reels after photo shoots. I'm already dressed, I'm already out, I'm already at a studio. So I just, when I'm at home, I'll go through and I'll save audios and make sure I have kind of like a set of reels that I wanna do. And then after a shoot, I'll maybe stay for another hour, two hours, just go through those sounds and I will record multiple reels so that the next day I can wake up and just launch a reel at 10 a.m. without even thinking about it because my drafts are full of content that I can kind of push out when I need to. I also do that with photos. I kind of like go about my day, I edit, I share, blah, 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 blah. But then I will take time to go through and say, all right, from the past four months, what are the best photos that I have that I would be happy or willing to post? And I'll go through, make sure they're all edited, export them, download them to my phone, and I actually have a post to IG folder or album in my camera roll so that if I'm leaving a session, to be honest, driving in the car, I may be like, oh man, it's my time, I need to put a post up. I can pull my phone out and put a post up without even being on the computer because it's already edited, it's already like airdropped to myself, and I can just kind of post on the fly because I was running in, in, running into that so much where I would kind of, the day would get away from me and then I'd look up and it's seven o'clock and I haven't posted and I'm like, man, like how right. do I kind of beat this or kind of outsmart myself in that sense? And so that's the way I found to do it is just to kind of have all the content already ready and then just slow leak it as I need to. Have you thought about using a tool that sort of semi-automates that process where you could you could add it to a queue and then it doesn't post it for you, but it'll send you a reminder and preload it in Instagram so that all you got to do is hit post. Yeah, so I have used a couple of those. They sometimes act kind of funky. And I also am very much an artist when it comes to posting. So like, mm -hmm. it's really about how I feel at the moment. I don't know what I'm going to post today, but when I sit <laughs> down and say, hmm, what do I feel and what do I scroll through? Like it has to, because I realized that 
posting on a calendar, it loses some of the soul of just like being authentic. And for me, I want everything to feel like real time, even though it's not. So sure. <laughs> I very much like have to kind of feel it out to know like, okay, what am I doing today? How am I feeling today? What's happening in the world? What's the weather like? What does it look like outside? And then I find something that fits that. So I don't know that that's an area where, and it doesn't take me a lot of time. Like I said, I already have the drafts for everything, but it's really just picking what I want to post and when that I do in real time. Right, right. Makes sense. Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. that type of automation is definitely not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I will oftentimes go back into my archives of photos or videos to see what what can I sort of refresh to yeah. and then and make it make it now, even though the photo itself might have been from like three years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I actually did that recently. I bought a new monitor. So I was using just like a regular mm-hmm. Mac monitor for the longest, but it was old. And so I was like, it's time to upgrade a monitor. I want a calibrated monitor. I want a 4K monitor, blah, 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 blah. So I went and bought the Asus Pro. And I started going back and looking at my old photos. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is insane. So I did that recently where I went and edited a photo from like three years ago, retouched it, and posted it. And it's like one of my favorite images that I super, super underrated when I shot it and even when I delivered it to the client. But seeing it on like a high-quality calibrated monitor and going back and retouching it after so much time and it was something that i shot on the mark four but like oh the five the canon 5d mark four if anybody doesn't know Mm -hmm. that is but yeah i was like this is incredible like i totally underestimated that camera and what i had done with it because i'm super spoiled now going mirrorless but yeah i definitely (laughs) will go back and refresh things if i need to one of my favorite things to do is to take a, a session that i might have done or a photo trip that I took. Because I, I, I'm actually, even though I photograph people, my favorite thing to do is photograph landscapes. So uh, I will I will take a, a session or, or a trip or whatever and create a, a collection of 30, fo- 30, 40 photos, and I'll send it mm-hmm. off and, and actually edit it with one of the talent profiles in Imagine AI just to see, you know, yeah. what, what is it going to do that I didn't think of doing? And then might something that I might have discarded four years ago might be something mm-hmm. that is, like mind-blowing now because you know ai inspired me basically it, it literally um, and then i'll, I, and then I'll, I, I will tell there. anybody this it's so much better than what your eye can do and for me the big thing with imagine is the consistency like i love the yeah. fact that it's not based on how bright it is in the room it's not based on how i'm feeling it's not based on how tired i am like it's gonna be accurate and it's gonna be consistent across the board no no matter what and that's the beauty of working with ai is that like there's no emotions there's no feeling it's just straight like science and you know that you know that it's accurate because that's what it's made to do and it's just (laughs) so much more like confident in the way that you can go about sending your stuff off knowing that like nah it's right like that's your skin tone if there's something wrong look in the mirror okay so so this is the point of the show where I asked you to look at your at, at, at this question from like thirty thousand foot view down, right? Okay. Can you share an outlined breakdown of your workflow from lead to delivery? Okay. So initial inquiries inquiries usually come in one of two ways. I either get a DM or 
somebody finds the link on, uh, to my website from Instagram or whatever, or they just find my website, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, no matter where anybody comes from, I'm going to send them a link to my contact page where there's a form that you fill out. They fill out the form, it creates a project in HoneyBook, and it also pops up for them to schedule a consultation call. I do a 20-minute consultation call with every client. We talk over location, details, just kind of cover the whole day, let them choose a date, whatever. Then I send a proposal. The proposal has the contract, the payment plan, as well as just like a breakdown of what's in the session. If I'm booking the studio, I go and book the studio. Once the deposit is paid, they do a 50% deposit. And then the balance is due three days before the session. From there, once the deposit is paid, I save their number in my phone. I schedule their session. And then we show up to the shoot. There's not much else really that has to happen. Show up to the shoot. We do the shoot. If it's photo and video or just photo, then I'll go back. As soon as I get home from the session, I import the photos directly from my camera. I don't pull my memory card out unless I have to. So I plug my camera up, import, send it through after shoot, pull down from after shoot, export to a new folder, bring it in a Lightroom, close Lightroom, upload, open Imagine, upload to Imagine, wait, go grab a sip of lemonade, come back, the edits are done. I, and that's my favorite thing. Like, I love getting that email from Imagine AI, your edits are ready. I'm like, oh yeah. man, and all I had to do was just like, you know, go brush my teeth again or something. Um, <laughs> so I get the edits back. I do a little bit of a pass through. I'll kind of look from a, a, a sky view and make any global edits. So sometimes I may highlight everything and just darken it. A tad and I just realized so you know in Lightroom there's the quick develop module where you can do like a full stop or a third stop on exposure or blah 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 like all of the different things there yep if you press option and then click that smaller arrow you can go in increments of like one-sixth of a stop did you know that I did yes I did I just discovered this like <laughs> three days ago I was like what the heck because I, I, I know, like, shift will bring up a couple other options, like clarity or something like that. But literally, like, I don't know even how I just happened to click the button. And I saw, like, the, the arrow change. And I was like, wait a minute. And so, yeah, like, I, I hadn't really. Because imagine sometimes, like, maybe I just creatively want this particular session to be a little bit darker. But a third of a stop is too much because it's just a little bit I want it darker. And so, yeah, I just discovered that that option Impressing that smaller arrow can go down like a sixth of a stop. And so I may do that. I may shift white balance or whatever. And then I may go do a little bit of heat. I remove a trash can or something random in the background and I upload it, send it off. And, I and use Pixie Set. So I will asking. just run. Yeah. I, I actually, oh, I changed the name. I always, I don't like sending IMG, whatever, like. Mm -hmm. random four digit number i actually change it to like either the client's name or the event or the date or some kind of tag to like make it theirs and then i i change the name upload it to pixie set and and then send them an email with everything and ask for a review are you 
are you renaming the files in Lightroom before you send to PixieSet? So that way, like, if they yeah. reference something, it matches? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so if they come back for retouches or something like that, they right. can say, yeah, I want image 42 versus, you know, I'm looking for IMG 63980 <laughs> Yeah. social yeah. security number. Awesome. That's great. I Sweet. And, and a lot of your clients are are like personal brands and things like that. So it's not always right. the case where they might need prints. They might just need quality digital files, right? So Yeah. That's the hardest um, part for me at WPPI. Like I'll go to a session is like how to make $30,000 in a day, how to turn your $2,000 wedding into an $8,000 wedding. And it's all about selling yeah. prints. And I'm like, dude, I like my smoothie client is not going to like get a, yeah a wall art print of themselves yeah. holding a, a coffee cup. But, like it's just by not the happening. way that that were you in, were you in Jeff's class where he, where he uh, talked about turning a $2,000 wedding to an $8,000 wedding? Yes, you don't remember. I yeah. literally stood up and was like screaming when he mentioned Imagine, and <laughs> I, I, no, I was in there, I, dude. I, was, I said I it in the front. class. I was like, Imagine edits better than I do. I said that out loud. Like he started talking about workflows and stuff, and I was like, I'm sorry, I need to interrupt you for a second. Like he's right. Everybody needs to download these two softwares because yeah. they're both amazing. Like yeah. I literally so, said that in the class. You know, I remember it now, and and I did. I recorded his entire what the entire time he was talking about us. So I, I probably mm -hmm. have you on camera too. Um, oh, you do for sure. Yeah. So so what you were just saying is it's it's true. So so what Jeff talked about can definitely work for pretty much any wedding photographer, but in someone in your situation, it's not it's not going to work, right? Because you're not not completely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so. Most of my clients, they want photos for Instagram and their website, or they're making yeah. graphics and things like that. So I am in a unique space because, like, I'm not the photographer who's going to work with you for three hours and then give you 10 photos. Like, I'm going to give you 200 photos that you're going to be able to use for the next three or four months. So it's right. like, in that sense, like, that volume, like, I would be really weirded out if somebody, like, got a whole book made of their branding photos like that would i mean you know what like, go for it if that's what you want to do but because it's not like i mean i shoot weddings but i don't shoot enough of them to get that deep into fundy and all of that kind of stuff luckily through pixie set you can at least order prints so if i do a family shoot or you know an engagement session or something like that people can go in and directly from the gallery that they receive from me they can go in and, and order wall art and things like that. The only yeah. thing it doesn't do is like full on books because those have to be designed. But I've actually right. never had a client come and ask me for an yeah, album. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine for that kind of. Yeah. That kind of. Even my but wedding you know, clients. Thinking, oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I didn't get one when I got married. So maybe it's just I'm attracting the people who could care less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're not, it, it really, that, that part probably does come down to if you're not presenting your jobs as, right. you know, prints and albums and stuff, you're not going to get those clients, right? So Which, that's probably what it comes down to. But More power to everybody who's doing it, but I'm making just yeah. enough money to <laughs> without it, so I'm, I'm good. You know, I was just thinking, though, a good upsell, and you might be doing this already, but a good upsell for a personal brand type session might be, creating and this may 
it wouldn't be for like a Spike Lee level person, but somebody who's just starting yeah. out maybe might be a, a media kit, a press kit, something that like you're putting something together. You 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 know you have a designer who designs it all, and you're basically mm -hmm. delivering a PDF, but it's a professionally designed kit, a, a media kit. Could be a cool upside. That's not a bad idea, explore. actually. I could go for that. Yeah. I think it would become, especially because my background is in marketing, so like, I very much could do that. To be honest, though, I like my free time more than I want to upsell anybody. So, yeah, I don't know that I. But you I could feel outsource. Like, you yeah. could outsource the design. Yeah, I, I mean, if you find, if you guys create an AI that'll do it, sure, I'll run it through that. But I don't know if nice. I want to deal with any other people in my business yet. Yeah. So, so speaking of AI, as somebody who uses AI a lot in the editing process, the calling and editing process, and, and potentially media kit process in the future. We'll <laughs> um, see. What, yeah, yeah. So what, so what does the future of AI in photography look like to you? I think, obviously, I think the next step is going to get into retouching. I've seen even Photoshop trying to do it. It's not quite there yet. I know, what's the other one? Luminar AI? Luminar. They are, I think, probably the leaders in that side of it. It's not sophisticated enough to be a solution for retouching. Where I, like, I know a lot of photographers outsource retouchers to go in and do blemish removal, skin smoothing, right. object, object removal, things like that. It can do it on a small scale, but it's not like you can just batch it like we are with color correcting right now. I think, to be honest, this is the future. Like, I'm so much, one of my favorite books is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And like, we are living in the future. Like, I, I vividly remember when I first discovered even Aftershoot. And it was just like, yo, like, because I saw you know, after shoot the title, like, okay, what happens after a shoot calling and editing? I was like, unless they're like calling my photos for me, I don't even care what they do. And then I walked over and I saw these little stickers that said calling and I was like, I'm sold. And, and to be honest with, with imagine when I found you guys, I was just watching a YouTube video and I was up at like three o'clock in the morning and I saw it and I immediately got up and went to download it and started my onboarding process like that night. To where I was like, because I legit, like I started uploading my 5,000 and I probably did 10,000 images, but That's good. That's I started good. uploading it that exact same night and I woke up the next day and it was ready to go. And I was like, game time. You, so this is the future. The, I don't, you you huh? did it in the middle of the night when nobody else was doing it. So what the, the teaching process went real fast, <laughs> real fast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not waiting. Like, and, and for me, again, being able to set it and forget it. Like, yeah. I got up out of the bed, went to my computer, upload, downloaded the software, poked around, took a look at it for a second. And it was easy because, I mean, you get, what, 1,500 free images? So there was no downside. There was no con. There was no, like, reason not to try it. So it was like, oh, absolutely. This is an easy decision. So, yeah, yeah I just, I, I was like, who knows? Like, my photos may end up on a billboard somewhere <laughs> later on, but... <laughs> I was like, I'll trust it and we'll, we'll deal with it later if that happens. But legit, I, I mean, I I uploaded it. I went to sleep. I woke up. I saw that it had finished and I was ready to rock. But 
as far as the future, I really think the only other thing I can imagine is retouching. Because so, even uh, what Lightroom I, I has done now I, with like the image, uh, the subject select, right, and changing colors, yeah. like that was something that I used to dream of. That's here now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, we might work ourselves out of a job after a while. <laughs> so, fortunately for us, we look as we look at ourselves as a complement or a supplement to what you're already doing. You know, we're not mm-hmm. here to replace what you're doing, but to help you get there faster. And I can tell you that I think I've shared this in the Imaginary community already, but. We are getting to local adjustments to start the process of getting to retouching. So our, our, our development team is working on starting with brushes first as yeah. a sort of a uh, proof of concept that it'll actually work. Once we've proven that it's going to work, we can then take what we do and, and, and port it over to each of the other local adjustments. So we hope to get there, you know, yeah. sooner than later. We hope to get to the point where we are helping with retouching. Yeah, it's nice to hear that what you think is going to be the future is what we're working. <laughs> what, we're, what, what we are. Oh, uh, no doubt about it. To. Last question for you, actually, is okay. and you've touched on this a whole bunch, but I liked I like to see how deep you can get with this because to us at Imagine AI, it is really great to hear that we save people time, of course, but we know that there's deeper stories. Everybody's got stories. You've got stories. Everybody else yeah. at WPPI has stories. We want to know. As somebody who's been using Imagine AI pretty much 100% now for however long you've been using it for, how did Imagine AI impact your life? I mean, it gave me my life back. I literally don't spend more than an hour at the computer in total because I really, and, and honestly, beyond my life, it's improved my clients' lives. Like, I'm now able to turn around galleries faster than people can even ask me for them. So like, again, it's the consistency. It's the, the speed at which I can do a turn things around that I don't have to spend the time at the computer doing. So it's just like allowed me to go to the gym more. So I'm working out. So when I have a six pack, it's going to be thanks to imagine AI. That really (laughs) is the main thing for me. It's just like, being able to dedicate my time to education. I can spend more time watching tutorials. I can do more with my video editing. It it just opens up the time for me to kind of take care of other things that I need to do that normally would have gotten pushed to the back burner. And then for my clients, they get their stuff back better, faster, and more consistent. So that, you know, it's just, you know, making everybody's lives better, honestly. It's amazing. It's amazing that... that I, I, and I think I even said earlier that we've been able to help you in so many different ways. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, what, we, that's, what, we, that's what we're here for. I mean, it's literally the reason why the, the company was started. And it's, it's amazing to hear that we're able to help you in, in that way. It's funny. So, I listened to that, yeah. that first episode where the origin story. And for those yeah. of you who don't know, like, the guys are super duper cool. Like, you know, you meet people on the back end of, like, tech companies and software companies and it's like usually somebody's super awkward but this dude looks like a freaking supermodel i was like what the heck oh one of our co the one yeah (laughs) ron looks like a badass oh boy i swear like yeah legit he like (laughs) is the character in the movie that like walks up to the main characters like come with me (laughs) like he definitely (laughs) is super legit like it was super cool to meet him in person. What was I about yeah. to say though? There was I worked with a lot was... of 
I, I have the I have the pleasure of working with a lot of really nice, very smart people, and it's it's been. I mean, I've only been with the company actually as of yesterday. I think is six months. So, oh wow, you know, it's been it's been amazing already, and yeah, everybody. And I haven't met everybody in person yet. I've only met so um, crazy. a few, and so I, yeah, but yeah. And that, it's funny. I'm shooting my. I'm gonna use it for my first wedding. Coming up, I've got a wedding this weekend, so I'm excited to see kind of like that process. And I'm legit probably going to have to like wait a week before I send it. Because if I send them their wedding photos back, like the next day, they're going to be like, okay, this dude is insane. What is going on? But (laughs) that's going to be funny. Like the wedding's done in like a day. And then I don't know. Let me ask you that. Do you think, should I send the gallery immediately or should i give it some time because i feel like if they're like out to their honeymoon or like too soon i think there is a too soon with wedding photography do you agree so i'll tell you uh, yes i'll tell you this is what a lot of the wedding like the full-time like only wedding photographers right are Mm -hmm. doing so there's two things that are happening one is they're sending their sneak peeks the next day or the night of right they're real soon you know like the 20 Mm -hmm. 30 sneak peeks or whatever that gets the couple ready to see more and wanting to Mm -hmm. see more and they're ready to share it immediately they're going to start sharing it on facebook and the other thing is you know they're doing uh one to two week turnaround talk Mm -hmm. where they're actually doing an upsell to to uh and this goes back to upselling they're doing an upsell upsell turnaround time yeah yeah so for example sam heard he does an upsell five hundred dollars for a guaranteed two-week turnaround time for weddings. He's running his weddings, no matter what, he's running his weddings through you know, AI calling and then, and then uh, imagine AI for editing. So it's happening mm-hmm. no matter what. But, but he's only guaranteeing it for two weeks for $500. There is That's a, so funny. Yeah, there is a, a very <laughs> prominent wedding photographer who does exclusively, for the most part, 90% exclusively Indian weddings, four-day weddings. And she is who I hope to introduce to the Imaginat community, even though they're probably aware of her anyway. She is charging, I believe she said $2,000 for a one-week turnaround time for a a four-day Indian wedding, mind you, that she's sending to us anyway. We're editing it in an hour for her anyway. So, (laughs) you know. So, you know what's funny? Whenever I do podcasts, I'm always, like, going to post it and, like, share it out. Like, oh, guys, I'm on this podcast. Check it out. I can't do that now because my wedding clients are going to be like, you mother. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's so genius because it really won't make a huge difference to me. But, yeah. Wow. I mean, monetarily wise, if if you were. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Just, like, workflow wise. Like, workflow wise, it's no different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's so funny. yeah. Um, I would suggest next day for 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 sneak, you know, sneak peeks at most, and then give it a week yeah. or two. You know. Uh, you know what? That's what is happening. it? Under undersell over deliver. Uh, under del- Oh yeah. Undersell I over deliver. That. That's it. Yeah. Unless it's an upsell. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and then you're and even exactly if it's an upsell, you if you're saying. It. Yeah, if you're saying five hundred thousand dollars for a guaranteed two weeks, you could still do a week, and now you're underselling, over delivering, right? Hundred percent. So yeah, yeah. Okay, 
Mike, thank you so much for hopping on with me. I'm glad that we're able to connect and talk about all these different workflow topics with you. Can you share with listeners more, you know, where they can learn more about you, connect with you, and of course, see your incredible photography? Absolutely. My name is Mike D. Shotney on Instagram. There's a period after the D. So M-I-K-E-D period S-H-O-T-M-E. I mean, the website is MikeDShotme.com. Awesome. Thank you again so much for, for this awesome conversation. And I look forward to speaking with you more. For sure. That's the funny thing about podcasts. It's like you talk for so long and then it's like, bye, friend. Like <laughs> <laughs> the so time true. always goes by so fast. It does. It does. Thank you, Mike, for that fantastic conversation and for all that juicy information about your photographic workflow, your business workflow and everything else. You're invited to be a part of the bigger conversation. Join the Imagine AI community today by going to imagine-ai.com slash community. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You've been listening to Workflows presented by Imagine AI. To see the show notes and everything referenced in this episode, please go to imagine-ai.com slash podcast.